the name on the driver's license wasn't TJ or Tom or BJ. Taylor Gabrielle Reynolds. 24 years old, listed as 5'7", 130 pounds, brown hair, brown eyes. Warren might have called the hair dark blonde, but otherwise, the description pretty much matched the kid in front of him. Warren slid the wallet back into place. You're coming with me. Warren dragged him out of the stall, past the last customer who called after them. So I don't get my turn? And past Leroy, who hid his scowl behind his magazine. We're consenting adults, Taylor said as they went through the front door. It's not illegal. Either they're paying you and you cut Leroy a portion, or they pay him and he cuts you a portion. Either way, yeah, it's illegal. Whether or not it should have been wasn't up to him. He opened the passenger door of the forerunner and placed TJ, or Taylor, whatever his name was, inside, then went around to climb into the driver's seat. You can't arrest me. Why not? Because you're not a cop. Your uniform's fake. Score one for the kid who gave blowjobs. I just want to talk. That's what they all say, three seconds before they undo their pants. You know a guy named Phil Manderson? Taylor opened the glove compartment and came up with a napkin. He used it to wipe his chin. I know a lot of guys. I'm not asking about a lot of guys. I'm asking about Phil. He said you lived with him for a few weeks. Taylor sat back in the seat, his eyes flicking from side to side as he searched his memory. Phil, is he a big guy? No, he's a pharmacist. Oh, yeah. Taylor's face broke into a broad smile. He was damnably cute. The kinky pharmacist, I remember him. He was one of the nice ones. That was one of those deals I sort of kicked myself for ruining. Ruined how? What did you do? I don't know. I don't remember. He couldn't meet Warren's eyes as he said it, though. I always piss them off eventually. He shrugged, looking down at his napkin. I'm kind of high maintenance. Where were you last night? At a club. Tracks. You know it? Yeah, I know it. Taylor's smile turned flirtatious. I thought you would. Tracks closes it too. Where were you after that? I went home with some guy. Another shrug. I don't know his name. He had an apartment in Lodo. He was quick. Finished in about three minutes flat, then passed out cold. I stayed at his place until around seven, when he woke up and started panicking about his girlfriend coming home. He gave me cab money, though, so I left. Found some coffee and breakfast, then went to wait at Leroy's. He leaned closer, resting his elbow on the console between the seats. So you're a friend of Phil's, huh? Maybe. You into the kinky stuff, too? Warren thought about his and Phil's shared past. They'd never been lovers, but they had plenty in common when it came to what got them off. Maybe. Taylor leaned back in the seat, spreading his legs, letting the fabric of his jeans stretch tight across his groin. He ran his fingers over the bulge there and grinned when Warren couldn't keep from watching. Interesting. That was one word for what was going through Warren's head. The kid was distracting as hell, but he didn't strike Warren as the vindictive type. And, like Providence, Warren's phone rang. 
He wasn't surprised to see it was Phil calling. What's up? Hey. Phil sounded as tired as he had in the hospital parking lot. Listen, I'm an idiot. I sent you on a wild goose chase. You don't think it was him? Warren didn't bother using a name. I just got a call from the hospital. It turns out there's an administrator there who's in the middle of a nasty divorce. Want to guess what she drives? You're kidding. Apparently, her soon-to-be ex called to gloat about ruining her brand-new cabriolet. But of course, her car wasn't ruined. So she put two and two together, and now I know I sent you after TJ for no reason at all. I'm sorry. It's fine. Did you find him? Warren eyed the boy in his passenger seat. I did. <laughs>